Hi, I'm Dr. Mark Student. Welcome to the Academy of Chiropractic Doctors PI Program Consultations. I am very excited that you took the time to do this and make the commitment to your career, to your family, to yourself, just to be the best of the best through clinical excellence. Sit back and enjoy the consultations. Hi, I'm Dr. Mark Student, and welcome to our public podcast this week. Today I'm going to be talking about stroke in chiropractic, and it's really simple. Now, first of all, I am not a stroke expert, but I am extremely versed in stroke and chiropractic. Um, I have taught with Dr. Candace Perkins, who's a double-boarded vascular neurologist on stroke, and we've created an online course at teachdoctors.com entitled Stroke. It's very simple. And it's stroke for the chiropractor and or primary provider or primary spine care provider. And it became abundantly clear in conversation with this um, expert in stroke and, and who understands chiropractic very well. And based upon her opinion and the literature, and let me say this clearly, a chiropractic spinal adjustment cannot cause a dissecting aneurysm. It is nothing but urban myth, a uh, word of the naysayers, um, nothing more than chicken little yellow in the sky is falling. Now, the issue becomes is when people code chiropractic practices and then go to the emergency rooms and they're having a dissection. And the ER doc erroneously says, oh, the chiropractor caused that, and that's not true. Because the reality is a greater amount, a greater percentage, a greater number of people have stroke in association with their primary care medical doctor visits. And it's just happenstance, it's just circumstance. And here, here's the issue, when you're having uh, a dissecting aneurysm, um, you're gonna get neck pain, and you're gonna go to the primary care provider, you're gonna go to your chiropractor. So the issue is, is that chiropractors, and, and I'm talking to the chiropractic profession right now, really need to learn how to screen for a stroke, for someone having an episode where you then don't adjust them, which is not going to hurt them, but what's going to hurt is delay necessary care. So there are things you need to do and look for. And by the way, here's the one word I want you to keep in your head and I want you to burn it into your brain. It's the word sudden. Is your patient having a sudden headache? A sudden dizziness, sudden balance disorder, sudden migraines or, order, or auras, sudden vision changes, a diplopia, a clouding of the eyes, um, sudden hearing changes, sudden cognitive losses, sudden, sudden, sudden. That red flag gets shot up out of a cannon into your head. And that's critical. So if someone is having sudden changes, you better start digging deeper. Now, there are certain orthopedic tests that have an extremely low level of reliability, extremely low for vertebral basilar disorders. And they are uh, the main sign, uh, Barre-Liu sign, declines test, vertebral artery test, the quadrant test. I mean, those are four orthopedic tests that have an extremely low level of reliability. But guess what? If your patient, and by the way, I do that on every, those one or two of those tests, which takes no more than about 15 seconds on every single patient. 
And if it pops up positive, if I'm doing, and they're all about turning the head and extending and occluding the artery a little more. And if I have any one of those that are positive, and here's what positive looks like. Patient got dizzy. Um, patient all of a sudden faint, felt faint. Uh, patient cognitively felt dis disoriented. Um, you know, uh, any of those things. I'm not touching that patient. I'm sending that patient out and I have a relationship with a vascular neurologist in my community. Some neurologists are good, most ER docs are not. And what they're going to do is do an immediate um, uh, CAT scan of the brain if you send them to the ER. What they need is an MRA, MR angiogram, and a brain, and a brain MRI. And the MR angiogram looks at the vertebral and carotid arteries, and the brain scan looks at the circle of Willis. You're looking at the integrity of those vessels. And I am not reluctant to order those tests. Now, I prefer not to order them. I prefer to refer them to the vascular neurologist who I have a relationship with. And I'll just get her on the phone. And the doctor I would deal with is Dr. Candace Perkins. Um, she studied in, in uh, Albert Einstein School of Medicine in New York City. She was an assistant professor at the State University of New York at Stony Brook. Now she travels the country in areas that desperately need vascular neurologists. But I have her on speed dial, and I've referred, you know, through myself and other doctors I work with, you know, a lot of patients over. She's lectured on panels with us. I mean, and she loves chiropractic. So what we've got going on is get on the phone and say, Candace, here's what I got. What do you think? Candace, here's what I got. Sometimes she'll say, do an MRAngio, do an MRA, do a, do a brain scan of the head, send her in, or you got nothing, or send it to the neurosurgeon. So it's a great team effort to manage the patient. So you need a team. Now, if you can't find the team, send your patient in immediately for an MRA, MRI angiogram, and a brain scan of the head. And, and MRI, not CT, because it's much more sensitive to see what's going on. But you must take the stroke course. There are things like in males, are there history of miscarriages? Well, guess what? That is uh, a risk factor for stroke in males if they're... Uh, mother, uh, their, their, their mothers, their sisters, their grandmothers uh, had miscarriages. I mean, because there could be a bleeding disorder. I mean, there's a myriad of things that you need to learn. And what we do in the course is we give you some protocols of triage, of managing your cases. Um, uh, also of some adjusting protocols of what to do and what not to do, which can create some issues. Um, but there, it's very, very important that you understand it's extremely important to understand this particular paradigm of stroke within chiropractic because you have a responsibility to screen those patients to see if they're having an episode currently while in your office. So listen, this is just a very small piece of the puzzle. Again, chiropractic does not cause dissecting aneurysm. The literature is clear with FICO. I think it's like over 106 million lives uh, they did this uh, research and it was up in Canada um, and the vascular neurologists know it. Um, there's just a bunch of naysayers out there yelling the sky is falling. But listen, you need to learn at a much, much higher level. Go to teachdoctors.com, look up stroke, even if you don't do anything else with us. Take the course. Thank you so much for sharing your day and I look forward to bringing you more information in the future. Thanks. Have a great I hope you enjoyed the podcast you just heard, and it's been my pleasure to bring this to you. Please understand that this is a very small piece of the puzzle, 
and it is my goal to bring you many, many pieces of the puzzle so that the picture can become clearer, your practice can thrive, chiropractic can thrive, and I at least can be a small part of that um, in your life, and it's my pleasure. So again, if you want to chat, give me a jingle, 631-786-4253, that's 631-786-4253, or go to our website at teach, T-E-A-C-H, Kairos, C-H-I-R-O-S.com. Thank you so much, and I look forward to seeing you or chatting with you on our next podcast. Have a great day.